Welcome to the Journey Youth Podcast. Here's the place where you can catch up on past and future messages. Be sure to subscribe so you get updates when new messages go live. I hope you enjoy it. So this topic of friends is a big one. Um, Michael talked last week about friendship between you and God. And this week, I want to talk about friendships between us, between our peers, all right? People in your class, people that you walk the hallways with, people at work, your close-knit friends. And when it comes to friendship, I have to be on, like, it's tough, and I've been there. I've totally been there, you guys. I've been the one that has been left out, and that stinks, man. It really, really sucks to be left out. All right? I've, I've, I've been there. I've been left out. But I've also been the friend that's been pretty well liked, too. Maybe in here you're like, I got friends, and I'm doing well. Okay? I get you. I get that. I've been well liked, too. I've been extremely, extremely hurt at times. I've been so hurt, and there's been times where I have been the friend that, and I have really not been a friend to other people, and I've hurt other people. Okay, so at, at your age, I really wish that I would have known what it means to be a friend, how to treat a friend, how to keep a friend, how to make friends. I really wish I would have known that, and something that I really would have wished as well, and I, I, I was feeling that as we were singing that song, I really wish I would have known that only Jesus Christ can satisfy you guys because I'm telling you, your friends are going to let you down. They will. They will. I will let you down. Your friends will let you down. Your peers will let you down. Why? Because we're human and we live in a broken world. It just is what it is. So your friends are going to let you down. And I want you to know wholeheartedly that Jesus Christ is the only thing that can satisfy you. Only thing. Okay? I just, I can't reiterate that enough. And I wish I would have known also that friendship wasn't actually about me. Oftentimes, I totally thought that, yeah, it's kind of a you give, like if you give, I'll give. If I get something, I'll, yeah, like it's a this give-take kind of a, a thing, but actually when it comes to friendship, it's not about you. So just keep that in mind, we'll get into that later. Um, actually, friendship is all about being like Jesus and becoming more like Jesus. That's what it's for, okay? It's not to fulfill your need, it's not to make you happy, it's so that you would be more like God and that your friends would become more like God. If you look at this, John 17, I think I have it up there. Yeah, it says, I in them and you in me so that they may be brought to complete unity. Say unity. unity. Yeah, unity. That's a powerful word, unity. Then the world, look at this, then the world will know that you sent me and have loved them even as you have loved me. This is what this verse is saying. It's saying that when you guys have unity, when your friends are tight, when you love each other well, okay, the people out there that don't know God are going to look at your friendship and they're going to know him. They're going to know him by your friendship and how you treat each other in your friendship. So what are you showing the world through your friendship? That's just a quick question I have that you can ponder to yourself. What are you showing the world through your friendships? 
Okay, what if, can you imagine if, what if we woke up every single day, we got out of bed, brushed our teeth, got dressed, went to school with this idea of who am I gonna love today? How am I gonna love my friends better? Not even just your friends, honestly. How am I gonna treat, how, what if I just radically respected my parents? Or, or how am I gonna love the teacher that's up at the whiteboard? How am I gonna serve her? Okay, how am I gonna, how am I gonna treat that friend that's sitting alone? Or, or how am I gonna treat, even harder yet, how am I gonna treat that friend that hurt me? What if, what if we stopped talking badly behind people's backs and actually treated each other with unconditional love? What do you think this world would be like? It'd be insane unity, insane people coming off the streets knowing Jesus because they're like, I want that. What are your friendships showing the world? What are your friendships showing the world? And now you're probably thinking, yeah, okay, Anna, like that's, that's good and all. But I have, uh, friends have hurt me. And what, do, what am I supposed to do? Just like put a smile on my face and walk around like everything's okay? That's real. And we'll get to that in the moment. But I want to tell you two things before we jump in here. And then I have four points and then we're done. But the two things I have is one, friendship matters because you're made for it. Okay? You're made for friendship. Listen to this. Re friendship was never created, okay? It was always there. Friendship was always there. So friendship, your, like your relationship with your parents, that was created. Your relationship with your grandparents, your relationship with your boss, um, your coworkers, that, those are all created. But friendship, it was never created. It was always there because in the beginning of time, the father and the son were always in relationship. Okay, they were always in friendship. So friendship was not, was not created. It was always there, meaning that you were made for it. Why? Because you're made in God's image. And I just want to stop right there. I know we addressed this earlier, but you are made in the image of God. Each and every one of you, you are made in God's image. You are not just like formed together randomly and a magic poof came. No, you were created by God himself and you were made in his image. And how I know this is because has any of you ever felt lonely in here? Yeah. Totally. I have felt lonely. I have totally been there, felt that, and that doesn't always feel good. But loneliness is one problem we have because we were made in God's image. What? Hold on. Loneliness is one problem we have because we were made in God's image. Explain that. I'm saying that when you're lonely, you don't feel good, right? You're sad. And your soul, your, your emotions, they're crying out, I need relationship, I want relationship. Why? It's because you were made in God's image. That's why it doesn't feel good to be lonely, okay? Because friendship was always there. God and, the, and Jesus were always in relationship and you are meant for relationship. Two, friendship matters because it makes us. Okay, so there's this crazy verse, Proverbs 13, 20. I think I had that one up there. It says, yes, walk with the wise and become wise for a companion of fools suffers harm. Or it says, walk with the wise and become wise, associate with fools and get in trouble. Okay, so according to that verse, friendship is more than just important. 
It's like the most formative factor in your life. Why? Because listen, you get your friends right and you're setting yourself up for success. You get them wrong and you're in trouble. Failure. Okay, this pastor uh, once said that you are an average of four of your five friends. So if four of your friends were stoned last night out of the five, you were probably one of them. And if four of your five friends are passionately loving Jesus and following Jesus, you're probably one of them. If four out of the five of your friends at school are cheating on homework, you are probably one that is also cheating on homework. If four of the five of your friends are gossiping, you are probably gossiping. But if four out of the five of your friends are passionately loving Jesus, striving to be more like him, striving to be more like him, you probably are as well. Your friends shape you. They shape you. As a matter of fact, they shape you more than even your siblings and even your spouse. Believe it or not, there was, there was an article in 2007, and it said that if your siblings gained weight, you had a 40% chance of gaining weight as well. But if your friends gained weight, it jumped up to 60%. Yeah, so if your friend comes to you and is like, every night is an ice cream night, let's do this. Red flag, red flag, okay, okay. Dude, your friends influence you. What are your friends like? Evaluate that, okay? Because you could be one friend away from doing something great, man. Your dreams, you could be a better student. You could be a, you could be a better son or daughter to your parents. Maybe you have friends that are like, yeah, our parents suck. Dude, you're gonna think that way if your friends do. You could be one friend away from making an impact in the kingdom. It's a big deal. Michael said that last week. You are not going to fly with the eagles if you're soaring with the crows, okay? Okay, who are your friends? Who are your friends? Show me your friends, I'll show you your future. I know you guys have heard that before. So now that we know that we are made for friendship and it makes us, uh, I want to talk about how, how do we treat friends that we have, especially if we've been hurt by friends. Um, have any of you guys ever felt left out before? <laughs> oh gosh, you guys. It's literally the worst feeling ever. And that friendship, friendship is so, it's a lot of my testimony because God has used it in a mighty way. There was one time my senior year of high school and I had four pretty close friends. Um, one of the four was like my best friend since birth. And um, four of those friends like, they, it was our senior year. We were, we had scheduled to do a photo shoot and we were all going to wear our sweatshirts of like what college we were representing. And you know, sometimes friends do that to get, make memories and they take photos and it's cute and dandy. Right? So yeah, they invited me and I went and that was, that was, that was great. So I went there and our photos, it was fun. It was a good time with my friends. Um, Later that week that the friends, they got the photos back, edited or whatever, whoever the photographer gave them back. And I later saw, saw them posted on social media and there were photos that I was not in. And I had found out that the four of them had met up an hour beforehand 
to take photos just of them. And they invited me for like the last half hour. And when I saw those, I was literally, it maybe sounds dumb, but I, I felt so small, like just a knife stabbed to the heart, like what? Like I, these are, this is who I thought you were and you invite, like what, what the heck? I've had other moments in college that, yeah, just like thought someone was my best friend and she was in the living room with my roommates. She thought I was not there and uh, the walls in my dorm room were pretty thin and I was home, but she didn't think I was home. So she talked really, really hurtful about me with my roommates and called me names and just, just knife to the heart, man. Like it hurt, it hurt. And I listened to it all. Friendship is not easy. And I've been on the other side. I've totally been the jerk that was friends with somebody because they would give me stuff. There was one friend that always had the great gifts. And I'm like, I want to be your friend. I want to be your friend. Sure, I'll take that. I'll take that. Like, I totally was that friend. I totally was the friend. There was a girl that was always copying me. Like, everything that if I dyed my hair, she would dye her hair. If I cut it, she would cut it. If I would buy these clothes, she would buy these clothes. And it was just so annoying. Same shoes, same everything. I'm like, dude, be your own person. Stop copying me. And I was just like total, total jerk. So I've been on both sides. Like I said, I've been hurt and I've been, I've been the jerk, but I just want to hit four quick areas of how to treat friends, how to be a friend. And I want to evaluate, are your friends doing this for you? And are you doing this? Are you being a friend in this way? And the first one is unconditional love. Say unconditional. Yeah, you guys have probably heard that many, many times. A true friend loves at all times, okay? You decide unconditional is regardless, regardless of what they do. Unconditional is you decide what you're going to do, and regardless of what they do, you're sticking with it. Even on your worst day, on their worst day, if they're not fun to be around, you're loving these people unconditionally. When they screw up, you're loving unconditional. And you want to know why? You want to know who, who did that really well? God did that really well because guess what? We screwed up so bad. We literally were like, hey, God, I can do it my own way. See ya. And guess what? Unconditional love. God was like, oh, they're the... They think they can do it. Oh, well, I'm going to love them anyway. This is who I am. I'm going to love them anyway. And there we went on our own way. And sometimes we have friends that do that, right? Literally, see ya. But guess what? As a true friend, you're loving unconditionally. I said this earlier, the biggest problem we face when it comes to friendship is we think it's about us. Nothing will kill a friendship faster than you thinking that you deserve something, okay? Friendship is about becoming more like Jesus and walking alongside your friend as they are like Jesus. And we tend to go to our friends with problems, like they are going to solve the problem, they are going to be the source of everything. Um, and you end up being like, I need you, I need you, I need you. And you're not going to Jesus. Jesus, Jesus satisfies, okay, first and foremost, okay? 
No person can satisfy. No person can fill that void. No boyfriend or girlfriend will ever fill that void. No husband or wife will ever feel, fill that void. Okay? Mm, I'm just looking at my notes. Unconditional love. Regardless. Even if they cannot pay you back. All right? Unconditional love. Two, unwavering support. True friends are in it for the long haul. Say long haul. Long haul. Okay, the long haul. And this is what I mean. Real friendships don't give up or quit. Huh? What if my friends hurt me? What do you mean? I don't just call it off? No, if your friend screwed up once, you don't. You don't just call it off. You don't just say quit. I'm out. I'm done. You don't. And do you want to know something? This is what Satan wants. I just want to plug this. Satan wants friendships to die. He, want, he literally wants to come in, take love, and destroy it. So his goal is to make you mad at each other and split. Oh, he loves it when we split. He loves it. He wins. Again, even if your friend screwed up, my friend in the, in the photos, I said the four, those four friends that took photos, one of them was my, my best friend. Man, she hurt me. Man, she hurt me. But unconditional love, unwavering support, guess what? I went, I went to that friend and I was like, yeah, man, that hurt. That hurt. And she, she had no idea, you guys. She had no idea and she was like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Now today I hear oftentimes there's one conflict conflict, and people are, yeah, we're done. Um, Luke 6, 23 says, bless those who, who curse you, pray for those who mistreat you. So what about when someone hurts me or I, I'm, um, I think someone's upset with me? Bless those who curse you, pray for those who mistreat you. First, pray for them. Pray the heck out of them, okay? <clears throat> go to your room, go to your closet, and pray for them, okay? It doesn't say pray for those, um, or it doesn't say gossip about, about those who mistreat you, no. It doesn't say be a jerk to those who mistreat you. It doesn't say um, block them on social media, never talk to them again, um, delete their Snapchat. It says pray for those who mistreat you. Okay, and then here's the other thing. I am a firm believer in getting everything out on the table. Okay, so if you've got a problem, if you've been hurt, get it out on the table. Satan wants you to break. So fight for that, okay? Fight for your friendships. Rather than building up this big narrative of, oh, they suck, I hate them, they shouldn't have done that. Oh, don't they know what they did? Hey, grab your phone, call them and say, hey, I'm really hurt and I love you as a friend and I want to talk about, I want to talk about this, okay? After you've prayed about it, pray for those who mistreat you, all right? And then go talk to them, all right? Mm, unwavering support also goes into trust. Who are the people around you that you can trust? Friends go beyond surface level, all right? True friends go deep. So let me ask you this. If you were going through a really hard time, if you lost a loved one, 
if you got in an accident, if you failed a class, if you didn't make the team and you're really hurt, who do you go to? Who can you be vulnerable with? Who can you say, hey, I'm struggling with this. Can you help me? And true friends always give support. They're always there. All right. Number three, willingness to challenge. Love and support is not ignoring the words that you need to hear. Okay, this is a hard one for us. But I'm telling you, true friendships make you better. What did I say friendship was for? To be more like Christ and to help your friends be more like Christ. And sometimes that hurts. Okay? It's like iron sharpens iron. You've probably heard that before. It's kind of like, you know how you sharpen knives? Have you guys ever done that before? I have knives, but... I don't, I won't, oh, I'll show you. Okay, look. So like this, I don't, this, you usually have like a sharpener. Yeah, thanks, sorry, I don't mean to. And you like do that, right? Because who hates a dull knife? Oh man, they just smush your tomatoes. It's horrible. It's absolutely horrible. And same with friendship. Nobody likes a dull friend. And more importantly, like, yeah, you guys, we have stuff that need to come off of us because we're, we have sin, okay? So when your friend's like, hey, I don't think that's a good idea to date that person. How about you look at it like you're getting sharpened instead of being like, you jerk, block you on Snapchat. No, talk about it as a friend and say, hey, maybe you're considering the best for me. Hey, maybe I don't think I don't think you should maybe go to that party or hang out with those friends or cheat on that test. It's, I don't think it's a good idea. Don't get mad. Say thank you, thank you for sharpening me. Because no one wants a dull knife. All right. True friends will correct you if if they need. You're not a true friend if you stay silent. Okay. If you're literally watching your friend destruct and harm themselves and harm others, you're not a true friend. All right, true friends say something. True friends have each other's back. And it's better to have one true friend that's gonna say something than a bunch of fake friends that just close their mouth and say, whatever makes you happy. I just want you to be happy. No, sharpen each other in love. <laughs> and the last one, then we're gonna be done. Full of grace, forgiveness, say forgiveness. Oh, dude, forgiveness. Forgive, forgive, forgive. Get, get familiar with the words, I'm sorry, the statement, I'm sorry, and get familiar with the statement, I forgive you. That should be common in your vocabulary, all right? Because friends are going to fail you. Like I said, humans, humans are humans. They're going to fail you, okay? So say, I'm sorry. Say, I forgive you. Because guess what? God forgave you and you were not a good friend to him. <laughs> you walked away from him, man, and he was like, I still love you. And guess what? He said, I forgive you. So there is no reason that you should hold a grudge with close friends, okay? Because you have been forgiven. So start forgiving and move on. That friend in college that I was literally listening out the door and hearing all of the bad things she was saying. Months later, the Lord was like, go talk to her. That's a friendship that I want you to fight for. I actually, out of obedience, went to her and said, hey, I'm sorry if I've ever hurt you, but 
there's something going on in this relationship and I want it right. And literally out of the, those two stories I told you about the, about the photos and about my roommate, those are the two closest friends I have right now where so I totally could have let Satan destruct those and I wouldn't have them in my life right now, but I'm sorry and I forgive you are powerful, powerful words that Jesus has given us to overcome and have freedom and to put Satan in his place and to keep him under our feet. Okay, so fight for your friendship. Okay, don't just let, don't just give up. Okay, don't just give up. True friendship forgives all the time. Be quick to say sorry, be, ki be quick to apologize and forgive. And I wanna be done here, but I want you guys always to ask for help, okay? Don't do anything. I feel like, man, that's gonna be the theme for this year is the don't do stuff alone. If you have a friendship issue, go talk to one of these leaders. They have wisdom, they have advice. Don't do it on your own, okay? If you, I know that stuff, friendships, there's hard things and you're trying to figure them out. Come talk to us and let's walk through it together, okay? Okay, unconditional love, unwavering support, willingness to challenge, sharpen each other, and forgiveness, full of grace. I am sorry, and I forgive you, okay? So maybe God's even putting somebody on your heart to start praying for and asking you to be bold and talk to them. But I just want to pray for you guys, and I'm telling you, Unity is what's going to tell the broken world out there that Jesus is real. If we can't get it right here, if we can't radically love each other, and we call ourselves Christians, and we can't radically love our friends, they're going to look at us as, like, you guys crazy. Who's that Jesus guy? Okay? So love each other radically. Love each other well. Okay?